Welcome to Chicana Moms Podcast, your host, Amapola Ramirez, a Chicana sharing a little bit of her heart to inspire and create change to all the Chicana sisters. Hola, Chicana Moms, ¿cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. Thank you to those ladies that joined me on Facebook Live, my first Facebook Live on Chicana Moms podcast, um, the page, um, and I shared all of the books that I am reading and that I have read. And if you don't follow me on Facebook, um, just look me up at Chicana Moms podcast, and there is um, a post on there with all of the books that I recommend, and they're really, really good. And so thank you for that. Um, the other thing I want to inform you just because I feel like I haven't really touched base on it as much and it's the Mujeres Revolutionary Circle. So the Mujeres Revolutionary Circle is a safe space for my Chicanas, Latinas, Chingonas. Okay. It's only for Chicanas and Latinas and because we need that space for us. It is time. It is time to have our own fucking space. Okay, and we're making that happen. This is the third month that I'm going to, um, I should say, host it. And it is, so far, it's been so beautiful. So beautiful with all those ladies who have attended. I've mentioned before, I've been asked if I can sell, you know, an episode or the recording, but I'm not doing that. If you want to join, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um... And yeah, it is limited, 15 people um, only can register the first 15. And I do that because I don't, I don't know, you know, it's maybe what if one day I have 20, 25 and that's really good. But I just feel that the, the closer, smaller, the more intimate. And I know 15 is still a little bit, you know, probably big, but it's something that I can work with. Other than like 20 or 30, and I love to give every single chingona a time to really share their thoughts and their feelings. I want to highlight that it is not a therapy. It is a group where Chicanas and Latinas come together and we talk about the specific topic that is placed every month. And it, when you join, you'll know what I'm talking about. But so far, um, I take so much from it. I know I'm hosting and I created it, but I take so much from the women in that group. We are, somos unidas, like we have to unite, you guys. We have to support each other. If you are a mom out there who feels lonely, I want you to know you are not. You are not. And You know, I think that whenever there's groups like Mujeres Revolutionary Circle or other groups um, and you're paying for them, it's also an investment. I think it's an investment for yourself. And I've mentioned it before, a percentage of each registration will be going um, to a foundation or nonprofit um, that helps children um you know, removed from detention centers. There's a lot of programs out there, so I'm doing my work. I don't just want to send it to any, but there's, 
I'm, I'm sure my goal is to hit each and one of them with a donation slowly and surely. Um, I am only able to do this once a month. Um, Dios dirá, maybe later on, who knows how much, how many more I can do in a month, but so far, um, I'm able to do once a month. So yeah, it's the last Tuesday of each month. Just so you know, it is $25, um, the enrollment. And yeah, yeah, that's just what it's all about. And this month of June, the topic is amor propio. Uh, it's like self-care y mi revolución. Okay, um, so that's going to be a really fun. Well, it's going to be fun, but at the same time, it's very like deep. So anyways, um, in today's episode, I have someone very special for you. His name is Dorian Guerrero, and he is the creator, the artist, the artist of Rocio Films. And you will be able to see his film on Amazon Prime, and I highly encourage you to support this young man um, to share we can all learn from it. There's something that we can take from other people's lives, you guys. And he's a Latino, you know, a Mexicano. And um, I highly recommend, let's support him. He lost his mom, cancer. And I think all of us here listening to this podcast, if you're a mom, then you know, you know, that's one of the fears that we have of, of dying and leaving our kids behind. Um. And if that was my son creating the content and, and wanting to share something, I would love people to support him. And I, and this is why, you know, I want to share this with you. And so I'm not going to say anything more. Vamos a empezar um, talking to Dorian Guerrero from the Rocio Film Documentary. Hola, Chicana Moms. Gracias por estar aquí. Aquí tengo a Dario Guerrero. Hola, Dario. Gracias por estar aquí. Hola, Matola. Uh, muchas gracias. Oh, no, de nada, de nada. A ver si cuéntanos quién eres, qué es lo que haces y háblanos sobre el Rocío Film that you created. Sí. Um, <clears throat> so, mis papás son de México del Estado de México um, y en cuando yo tenía dos años ellos decidieron a visitar a los Estados Unidos a, a una boda de sus amigos ah okay ya yeah, y sacaron visas de turistas so, mm. okay. visitaron les encantó y ya en México en este tiempo pues la uh -huh. economía no estaba muy buena y en donde ellos viven había mucho crimen. Mm. So, la Ciudad de México, la, ¿verdad? Dijiste, ah, ¿el DF? El no. Estado, so, las afueras. Ah, las afueras, ok. Uh -huh. uh, dijeron, ok, pues vamos a, vamos a darle, a ver, a ver cómo nos va. Y yo toda mi vida, pues, crecí pensando que uh, si teníamos papeles o que eso no era un problema. Mm, sí hasta llegar a, a la preparatoria y pues ya tenía que aplicar al college. Uh -huh. Y ahí fue cuando me dijeron un día, oh, pues la verdad es que te trajimos de muy pequeño y pues no hemos podido arreglar nada. Mm. Y 
Okay. Y algo Hola, difícil. Ajá. Digo, era algo difícil para, para ti, me imagino, ¿verdad? Sí, porque en la escuela nos estaban explicando pues cómo iba a ser el resto de tu vida y todo se, se veía fácil, pues. Uh -huh. Y ahora ya no tenía un número para poder llenar ahí. Y un amigo que yo tenía, uh -huh. ese, um, él sabía cómo era cómo iba a ser de difícil. Eso le pregunté, hey, ¿vas a aplicar al colegio? ¿Cómo lo vas a hacer para pagar? En, nos fuimos a Google y ahí encontramos toda la información que se necesitaba para un estudiante indocumentado mm. para ir a college. Okay. Um, fuimos, le, le llamamos a, a muchas escuelas, fuimos a visitarlas. A veces uh, hey, la escuela te llevaba a uh -huh. visitar y ya que estabas ahí, <ríe> pues a, hablando con un un financial aid officer. Mm -hmm. it, oh, no, no, you can't go here. We're sorry. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, so this was my first, like, first time. Sorry, is it it's okay that I switch? Yeah, no, that's fine. This is a Chicanas or Spanglish. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, this is the first time that I just became conscious of my status in the United States. Okay. What it means and how many others are there like me? What are we dealing with? Yeah. I was very fortunate in that school had always, like my parents made it easy for me. Like they wanted me to, to do well. I had a space at home just to, to do homework and stuff. And so I got into Harvard. Nice. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Kudos to you for that. Thank you, Mopola. You're welcome. Uh, they also were so, I mean, for whatever reason, they don't care about students' immigration status. If they, if you get in and you need money, like, they'll help you out. Wow, that's good. So, I mean, everything was looking peachy yeah. until, like, my junior year of, of college, um, that summer, my mom had been feeling, like, unwell. Mm -hmm. We thought it was, like, maybe anemia. Mm. But, yeah, one day, I was, I was, I just started the semester, and my dad called me. He said, oh, pues, vamos saliendo de, de aquí del doctor con tu mamá, y le encontraron un tumor. Uh, no sabemos si es bueno o malo or whatever. Yeah. Had to wait. And, uh, I mean, I had never imagined something like that happening. Yeah. It just went from bad to worse. Like, it, it turns out it was stage four kidney cancer. Uh, they... Within like a couple months, they made a schedule to take out her left kidney. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when I came back from college, like to see her, she had a, a chevron scar, which is basically like 
a scar running from the middle of your chest. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, opens up on the sides of your stomach. And mm-hmm. she has in there. And she couldn't drink water for the first, like, for the two days after the surgery. And it was the worst, sur- the worst torture. Yeah. She was getting dehydrated. The desire of water, Misumi, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And maybe that was a foretelling of things to come because our approach to the cancer ended up being very diet-based. Initially, we had tried the chemotherapy. They did like three different types and none of them worked. So we said, okay, you know, let's try alternative medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Por la desesperación, right? I mean, like, you know, mm-hmm. as family members, we always want to do whatever it takes. Lo que cueste, sacrificio, but we just want our family members just to live, you know? Yeah, I think that's something very special about us, like, culturally. Yeah. Remedios caseros y todo le echamos ganas, you know, la fe. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Um... So yeah, my mom started getting better. Nice. She like, yeah, initially, like the cancer had spread to her spine. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't move her legs. Mm-hmm. But combined with like therapy, uh, we just changed up her whole diet. And she ju- she drank a lot of juices throughout the day. It was like a whole regime. Wow. Y la ayudó, ¿verdad? I was reading that. La ayudó bastante. Like, it helped her a lot. Yeah, she regained sensation. And eventually she could walk with, like, you know, with the help of a walker or with some support. But she could stand up again. So I thought it was a big victory. Yeah. It was that hope. Like, it gave you guys hope to continue fighting and continuing to figure out ways to heal her. Exactly. So we ended up going to a clinic in Mexico where they specialize in this type of treatment. Mm. Okay. Although I had deferred action, uh-huh. she, you know, still had no status. The visa was expired. So I applied for this permit they used to give called advanced parole. Okay. It allows uh, DACA students to, like, leave for emergencies or school or work. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I explained, like, hey, this is an emergency. I, is there any way I can speed this up or anyone I can talk to? And I would call and stuff, but there was no progress on the case for, like, a month. Eventually, I was like, whatever. Let's just do it. Yeah. Taking a risk. The love that you have for your mom. Yeah, and I mean, now I think that was our mistake. Sí, ¿por qué? That we split up the family. Mm. At home, she had all of us, and we were basically doing the treatment. Of course, we, you know, weren't couldn't be as strict, or some vitamins and, and supplements that the like the clinic offered, we couldn't do, but. 
she was looking great. And mm-hmm. I think that was just, that was like the mental, spiritual side. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, once we got to Mexico, she was depressed. Yeah. She, yeah. her, because her dream was like stay in the United States, raise her children, you know. And um, and then just things shifted so, yeah. so drastically. Yeah. Unfortunately, she she passed. In Mexico, verdad? Yeah. Yeah. She was with her her dad and her brothers, who she hadn't seen, you know, in like forever. Yeah. Were you well, there? Yeah. Yeah, we were staying at her brother's house, her oldest brother, like El Consentido. Mm. <laughs> Their family's funny, like they built this little empire out of like construction selling construction materials. Oh really? And, what do you mean? Yeah. Like what do you, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like in Mexico City where my mom's dad started, uh huh. He has a bunch of properties, like all in the in in where we live, like the state of Mexico. Uh-huh. And he, growing up, he was just ruthless. Like, all the kids hated him. Uh, he would make them sleep at, like, the empty houses so thieves wouldn't break in. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's traumatic. <laughs> she had all these terrible stories of Mexico. <laughs> like, no, I killed her son. <laughs> Los traumó, ¿verdad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being there like he was he would be the one reading the bible to her oh wow <laughs> yeah everyone united with that it sounds like you have a very um una familia unida yeah very thankful for that yeah porque sin eso pues es muy difícil you know it's really hard to to just walk through life, you know, like feeling alone. Yeah, we can have all these family members, but if they're not there emotionally with con el corazón, then it's kind of like, what's the point? Like, we're alone. But, you know, having that is just a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like the journey of, of your mom's illness and you documented everything. When did you start documenting it? Like, when did you think, like, you know what, I'm going to do this? Uh, she had a, right after surgery, mm-hmm. that was like, the, the, the timing was so bad. It's like, Thanksgiving was her surgery. And then today, Christmas uh, morning, mm-hmm. she had a stroke. Oh. That was caused by, like, it was like blood thinning medication, but then when you take that medication, you have to take you have to take a something for blood to clot too, and it's like the medicines each have their own harms. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what they said it was like it was one of the side effects. And after that, like she was at the hospital, my dad was staying with her nonstop. Like my siblings and I, we would just be like chilling at home. And I said, okay, well, you know, we started just filming things at the house. 
Yeah. Eventually, when my mom got back, uh, it just sort of happened. I figured I'm studying film, but there's no other film I can really work on right now. Mm-hmm. I think this is like a pretty amazing story. Mm. It sounds kind of weird to say it, but... Yeah. No, but people learn, you know, people learn from other people's life experiences, yeah. and, you know, and it's, it's like wisdom. Like, I think it's wisdom attached to it, um, of teaching others through your story. That's really nice. Yeah. So, uh, maybe people don't make the same mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys worked. It sounds to me that. You guys did what you thought was right at the moment, you know? That's what you guys thought. It was the first time going through it. And what que piensas? Yeah, I'm trying to see it that way. Sometimes I just get overly negative, but you're right. Yeah. And now, like, in, like who would have thought that the world would just become what it is today? Yeah. Yeah, life has its pros and cons. The good will always overcome the bad, though. I always think, like, life is about perception. It's going to go based on how you you look at it, you know? The way we want to choose to perceive it. I mean, you see everything that's happening in our lives and, like, around us, right? In our community, around the world. and um, But there's a lot of unity, you know? A lot of people going out of their way just helping people a little bit more beyond than probably before, but it had to take this chaos, you know, um, I mean, speaking about like the riots and stuff, but also when it comes to family members, you know, creating. Yeah, I hope Mm -hmm. that. I hope it leads to something permanent. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading like, you know, your... I I was going into your website, I was reading everything, and I remember um, what stood out was, you know, you said, ella me daba a mí. Your mom was always giving and giving to you, and you're like, there was a time where you didn't feel like you took, there's that guilt. I don't know if you feel that way anymore, but that what I read was that, that guilt of like, you know, I didn't take the time to really get to know my mom of who she was. That was very deep. ¿Cómo te sientes ahora? I try to... I try to do better with my sister. Mm. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Sophomore in in high school. Um, This last year, freshman year, she spent it at boarding school in Boston. Mm. She's... uh, (laughs) She looked it all up, found a, a, a scholarship, uh-huh. and she was like, I'm going to do this. Wow. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my gosh. <laughs> and now she's there. Well, they, they canceled the semester, but mm-hmm. she did the, did the year, and she came back with nothing but horror stories. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like two hours out of the city, kind of like small town, super white. Oh, There's yeah. a big population of Chinese students, international students. Uh-huh. And she's like, 
they have Trump flags. The, the oh like, my god! Yeah, it's like she's like, ¿en dónde me fui a meter? Wow! I think next year she's coming home. Oh, that's good. She had a big culture shock over there. It sounds like. Hey, but that's courageous. Se aventó, como dicen, se aventó panzazos, right? Like, se aventó, and, like, she's just like, let me just see how it is, and I'm going to do this. And uh, <laughs> she's courageous. I don't think I would ever do that. <laughs> um, At a I. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So, so it sounds, you're the oldest? Yeah. Mm, so you find yourself having a responsibility, ¿verdad? It sounds like. Uh, for better or worse. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And how's... Uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I mean, just spending time with my brother on this on this trip here. Yeah. I, I'm thankful for how things have, have turned out. <clears throat> I'm glad. I'm so yeah. happy to hear you say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're there for your brother. You're helping him, guiding him. Your sister. What about your dad? How's your dad doing? Uh, been a, a slow process. Yeah. He was like, at first, had like, lost all interest. And... Doing fun things, I guess. We just be at home all day. Uh, yeah. But little by little, I think he he felt guilty, so that would prevent him from like fully moving on and trying to find happiness with someone else. Mm. You prevented but, him. Who did you say you prevented him? No, no, no. Or I think. He felt guilty himself. Oh, from like moving on and finding a partner. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But we told him, you know, like, it's cool. He'd be happy. But finally, when he did accept it, mm -hmm. uh, he's been doing a lot better. That's good. Like, yeah, new vitality, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a situation that many of us, you know, can't relate unless we've lived it. And that's the thing that he's the only one that knows, you know, his emotions of, you know, losing the love of his life. It's just. Yeah. Can't imagine. Yeah. So now, you know, you documented, you know, your mom's journey, your family's journey, your journey. I mean, everyone's obviously all together, but tell us about the film. Tell us about, you know, what's happening with it. Because I'm pretty sure many, many um, moms out there and just, you know, they want to be able to support, you know, um, to support you. So tell us about it. Um, I started showing it two years ago. Okay. Like, first to friends, and then, like, at a library and stuff. I really didn't know what to do with it, because I submitted to all these festivals. Mm -hmm. Or, like, that's what they taught us at school, is what you do. And 
it's funny, like, for all the, the more well-supported students, it, that's how it was working. But I got rejected from everywhere. Oh, my God. Pero te diste por vencido. Le echaste ganas, ¿verdad? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dang, did I just spend my whole, like, these last couple of years for nothing? Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm going to just show it to people. Good. And it was, it, people were connecting with it. And I was like, dang. It just gave me the closure mm. that I understood these lessons. Yeah. And that I can move on. That is so nice. And uh, so now it's on Amazon Prime. Love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so good. I'm so proud of you. I know I haven't met you in person, but <laughs> but oh, like oh my goodness, like I, so you're stoked, huh? You're just like what the yeah. <laughs> um, let's like let's go. Yeah. Um, there's sometimes there's screenings, especially if like you're in LA. Uh huh. But uh. Right now, I'm focused on the next film, which is about the migrant caravan. Oh. Yeah, like, two years ago or so, when mm -hmm. they first, like, you know, all that stuff happened in San Diego, Tijuana. See, si, uh-huh. Uh, I went down there, like, because what I heard was, like, oh, they're being funded by uh, right-wing or left-wing groups down there, or... Trump sent out a message, like, for everybody to come so that it could make him look good. Like, all types of, all types of nonsense. And I was like, I want to go see for myself. Like, yeah. Why are they here? Uh, I went down there. Of course, I can't cross the border. But I met all these, like, other volunteers, people who were bringing food and stuff to them that could cross the border. Uh-huh. And uh, they were documenting themselves mm -hmm. already. Like, uh, yeah, video and stuff. Okay. Through them, this is this is a group called Movimiento Cosecha. Oh, uh, love it. Okay. Yeah, so they they were like, already they knew what they were doing, and I met with one of them. She was my friend who actually held the screening for the film Rocio, which is how I met her at her school in Boston. Mm. So, yeah, it's a, a crazy coincidence. Like, yes. I, I don't know. My mom might have something to do with it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so eventually, I met with a group called Pueblo Sin Fronteras. Okay. Who, who had a big role to play in, like, uh, helping guide the migrants through Mexico, like, uh, through through immigration checkpoints or getting them uh, set up in, like, shelters and stuff, like, making all the little connections along the way. Oh, that's nice. And especially when they would ride to La Bestia. Mm-hmm. Can you the tell dangerous. people what La Bestia is, just in case many, probably if they don't know? Oh, yeah. So La Bestia is this train that goes from, uh, like, Chiapas through all the way north. It stops in Tijuana, mm -hmm. or there's another branch that'll go to, like, Texas, to, I think, Juarez. But it's super dangerous for yeah. obvious reasons because you're riding on top of the train. Yeah. But along the way, there's Maras, so the gangsters like from Central America yeah wherever well Mexicans they're all oh, they're just they're there to kill you 
If you don't pay them a hundred dollars, call them. I'm not even blessed. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but it's like their tax. Yeah. They get extorted, uh, kind of thing. Like, yeah, let's go over. I mean, they're taking advantage of their desperateness of just crossing, right? Yeah, yeah. Or there was one. <clears throat> there was this one migrant who's like, who gives an interview. He's like, oh, uh, we got on the train, we didn't have the money, so they threw us off. And there was a dad up there with his daughter. They threw her down, but people caught her. But then they threw the dad down, and they killed him with like. Machete, machetes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so Pueblo Team Fronteras is there to, like, you know, yeah. get the police or just have strength in numbers and some type of organization. That's good. Uh, yeah, and then they basically, they told me they'd, been, they'd filmed it. They'd been filming it over the years because there's been several caravans. That you know we didn't really that aren't really talked about. It was like, oh, this caravan, mm-hmm. uh, they're specifically here to destabilize the United States, this and that. Yeah. But this is happening. This has been happening. And uh, another big, uh, big thing that I would hear that would make me question was like, okay, los Mexicanos no los quieren porque vienen y hacen puro desmadre, mm-hmm. like they're trapped. You know, they're just taking advantage of resources. And in the videos. Like, I saw in uh, Istepec, Oaxaca, where there was an earthquake. Okay. They were there, like, helping people demolish and build new homes. Wow. Yeah, and, like, yeah. the people were like, oh, thank you so much, you know. Yeah, we can't so, believe everything that we see on the news, obviously. Um, so it's a complicated issue, but... Yeah. So I they, hope to, like, find mm-hmm. some truth. Good. Well, we thank you for that because definitely it's so needed. Dije que se llama Migrant Caravan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, the film? Yeah, your uh, film. So if you want to connect on Rocio Film, mm-hmm. that's our tag on Instagram, uh, I'm just going to post all the all the news from the from the new film, which is called Via Crucis. Oh, Via right Crucis. Okay. Okay. So then... And right now, anyone can go on Amazon Prime and find the Rocio film. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. And then you're, um, it's you're still working on it. That's what I'm. I'm hearing from you. Uh, Se va a llamar yeah. Vira Cruces. Uh, Vira Cruces. Or? For now. <laughs> for now. Okay. It might change. <laughs> it's under. Yeah. It's under progress right under now. Work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's pretty cool. Definitely. So I, um, I hope you Chicana moms are able to, to support him and and um, check out Amazon Prime. You know, the more I think Daria, the more that we support like you and others. Um, you know, what is it? Film directors? Or ¿Cómo se dice? Direct yeah. filmer. Artists. Artists. There you go. Okay, I was like, wait, what? What's the word? Yeah, the artist. Def- it is. It's it's an art. Definitely. My son is in love with like filming. So maybe I'm gonna have to pick your brain for that too to kinda help him guide him because he's like he just graduated from high school, but medio perdido ahorita. He's figuring it out. Um yeah, but anything else that you wanna say about the journey that you've been taking and, and, and doing and donde estás ahorita? 
um, to be able to, I don't know, like what, what kind of words of inspiration would you give, you know, um, to people based on what you learned through this experience? You have to keep moving. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Keep moving, yeah. verdad? Yeah, I mean, just be conscious of everything that came before us and those we have to thank. Mm -hmm. But we create the next chapter, you know? Yeah. You're right. You're right. I appreciate the person who you are. I appreciate all the work that you do and and um and you being other being there as you know, um as a Latino, you represent all of us when you're up there representing your mom, like, you know, I think this is the beauty of of what I've been seeing. I'm sure it's happened before, but I don't know you know, I'm seeing a lot of like we gotta support our Latinos, we have to you know, um, purchase, you know, Amazon Prime. Okay, yes, for our Latino, we, it's just amazing how we're getting so close. I know it has its pros and cons, you know, because there's also racism within cultures and stuff like that. But overall, I think the good over always overcomes the bad. And I think that the more united we become, the con we continue to rise, yeah. you know? Exactly. That's, it's through unity and cooperation. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you, Dario, for making the time. And I know you're on your way to help um, your brother. And, you know, I want you to know that no estás solo. If you ever um, need of me or any, however I can help, I'm here for you. Um, y pues hay que echarle ganas y seguir para adelante. Pero gracias. Te lo agradezco. Y síguele por, con tu trabajo. Because it's much needed. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Will do, definitely. So, okay. Okay, Chicana Moms. I encourage you to check out the Rocio film on Amazon Prime. Let's support him. Let's, you know, continue to rise and be in unity as Latinos. Chicanos, however you want to, you know, perceive. I know there's some that are like, no, I'm a Chicano, Latino. At the end of the day, we're all human beings, but we're here to help each other. You know what I mean? So, and I know you mentioned Movimiento Cosecha en Pueblos Sin Fronteras. So let's support them as well and just keep on moving forward. So thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back pretty soon because I'm, I'm going to bring him back <laughs> for the, his next documentary. <laughs> So, get on it. I know, get on it. <laughs> okay, adios. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast, Chicana Health Coach, and La Chicana Therapist. Please leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes an anchor or SoundCloud or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Adios.